Hey, hey, it's Beth, and I'm so glad to be back with you this week. Actually, this week is pretty exciting for me because this week I am going to see the musical Hamilton, and I'm so freaking excited. It came out a few years ago, and I became obsessed with the music, and then it was on Disney+, Plus, and I watched it, and... I just became even more obsessed with it. And so this week, actually, when this episode comes out, I will have already seen it. And so I'm so excited to tell you more about it next week. I'm a huge fan of musicals, and I'm just so excited that I'm finally going to be out in the wild and seeing a musical and being in a theater with other people. It's just going to be so wild. So it's been so long since I've been able to do anything really related to the arts. And I'm just so, so excited that this is the thing that I'm doing. I'm going with one of my best friends and we're planning lots of things to do. Mostly the trip revolves around food. So that's really, we're also very excited about food. So yeah, something really exciting to look forward to. So for the podcast, one of the things that I have been really sort of mulling around is, you know, what I want to focus on to talk about. And some of that I have down and I'm, I'm very sure about it. But the other thing that I've sort of been mulling around is talking about how I cannot be in the same situation again. And what I mean by that is really learning from things that didn't work well in my relationship and with my ex and how I can learn from that and what I can do to sort of prepare for a another relationship and honestly I think some of these things are just good things to be practicing in general with with any relationship romantic or otherwise so I don't know if you've heard of the Gottmans Dr. John Gottman and Dr. Julie Gottman so they are kind of like this power couple in the realm of relationships and marriage and um, Dr. John Gottman is known for his work on marital stability and is able to predict divorce within the first like few minutes of working with a couple. And so he's a therapist, but he's also done a lot of research on couples. And Julie Gottman is his wife, and she is a clinical psychologist. And if you've ever heard an interview with them together, they're incredibly respectful. They're incredibly in tune with each other. And honestly, they're a little bit like over the top, but you can tell that they have really implemented the things that they're talking about. Um, Dr. John Gottman founded the Gottman Institute and 
he works with his wife and they have this thing called the love lab where they research couples and their interactions because their interactions and conversations can really give you a lot of insight to that couple's relationship and based on like all of this research that they've done they're able to predict divorce and they're able to pinpoint a lot of things that go wrong in relationships and a lot of things that go right so you know they have John Gottman has over 40 years of researching couples so they kind of know what they're talking about and they're just I mean if you listen to an interview with them their relationship is just like goals like that's kind of what I think an ideal relationship looks like So they're just really cool. So make sure you check them out. But I get the emails from the Gottman Institute. And I found an article that said the six things that predict divorce. And I was like, I've got to investigate this immediately. Okay, so first is the harsh startup. So... He say this is written by Dr. John Gottman and it says that the an obvious indicator of a discussion that's not going well, like you can predict it by the way it begins. So you can predict the outcome based on like the first couple of minutes of the interaction. So if there's a harsh startup or there's it's leading off with criticism and sarcasm, then it's probably not going to end well. So a lot of conversations will start with a harsh startup. So that's one one of the predictors. The second is the the four horsemen. So these are four kinds of negativity that you can have in a relationship they are they are criticism contempt defensiveness and stonewalling and if these types of negativity are allowed to run rampant in your relationship they're so lethal that they can really they lead to divorce And they're so lethal that they call them the four horsemen of the apocalypse. All right, so flooding is number three. Flooding means that your partner's negativity is so overwhelming and so sudden that you're very shocked by it. And this can happen when there's a lot of like the presence of the four horsemen and a lot of the harsh startup, your partner can become flooded. And so that's number three. Number four is body language. So they're saying in this article that in the love lab where they study couples in I guess a couple instances they're hooked up to like a heart monitor. So like there are very physical reactions to an argument where 
your heartbeat really speeds up, your blood pressure goes up, you have hormonal changes and where your adrenaline starts like pumping and your body language changes as a result. And so when you're having these physical sensations, you're unable to have like a productive conversation. All right, number five is failed repair attempts. So when you're having a conversation or a discussion, repair attempts are when the couple tries to escalate the tension and sort of make a repair for what whatever was said or whatever happened. They try to sort of get through it. And if, if there's a repair attempt, it can go like well or it can not go well. And so if the repair attempts are successful, then that's a good indicator that the couple is going to move through the argument or disagreement. But if it's failed, it's also leading to a really unhappy outcome for the couple. And the sixth predictor of divorce is bad memories. So he's saying that in happy couples, in happy marriages, couples can look back on their early days of their relationship and they talk about how positive things were early on, you know, like how excited they were. And if they talk about a tough time that they've gone through, they sort of highlight the struggle and being able to grow through it together and obviously in a relationship where divorce might occur this is a big predictor where there are bad memories all right so now that we know the six things that predict divorce the harsh startup the four horsemen flooding body language failed repair attempts and bad memories. I was thinking back on my own relationship and yeah, these were pretty much all present in my relationship if I'm being honest. And, you know, of course I would like to think that I was the perfect person in the relationship and nothing was my fault clearly you know like I'd like to think that I had no I didn't contribute anything to the relationship that made it (laughs) um go sour I mean obviously or not obviously I think that you know my relationship was was with a narcissist and some of these things like it it wasn't possible for me to have a successful relationship or a, a successful conversation a lot of the time. And so a lot of these things were present. And I'm not saying that it's it's all on my ex. Like I realized that like approaching an issue probably shouldn't start with a harsh startup and criticizing or being sarcastic and I think that goes with not only romantic relationships 
really in any situation, if you're starting a conversation that leads with criticism or sarcasm, it's probably not going to go anywhere and it's probably not going to be productive. And if I think of conversations where someone has approached me, where it's been really critical of me, obviously, like, I'm not going to be receptive to that. So I think that is one that I think you really have to practice thinking through what happened and what you want to say and how to approach it in a way that is more helpful and productive. And I think that can only happen over time. Like it seems like something you have to practice over and over again and to really be able to self-regulate emotions and to maybe think about the issue a little bit more objectively and be more curious about it as opposed to being critical of your partner. I can really see a lot of the four horsemen in my personal relationship. So that's the criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And so, I mean, I think I just have a lot of examples, but I think ultimately it's really interesting to think about how those four go together. So we have the criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And there's really nothing positive about those four, (laughs) the four horsemen, right? Like they're all pretty negative and they're not making it, like if someone is coming at you with criticism and contempt, they're being defensive and they're stonewalling you, you're probably not going to be able to have a productive conversation and it pretty much means that the, the conversation is going nowhere. And I would love to talk about those four more in depth. And honestly, I don't even think I need to um, go through all of these and pinpoint like what went, went right and what went wrong in my previous relationship I do know that these six things were present so I think if someone were to have listened in to a conversation that I had had early on in my relationship or even when I was married that it might be sort of obvious that these things were happening but even maybe not because we did end up going to a a counselor, a therapist, and I think in those moments we were both able to, you know, act out how a relationship should go, and I don't think anything productive came out of those therapy sessions. I don't know if that's on us or if that's on the therapist. It's probably on everybody, but I think that we were really good at faking At least I was really good at faking that things were fine and, you know, this was just a maintenance thing that we had to go to counseling and we never really got to the heart of the issues. And so I just wanted to highlight these six things. There's also an article, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. So it seems like you know, it might be the opposite of what's on this list for the six things that predict divorce. 
I, yeah, like I said, I want to, I want to take a minute and examine how I do things and how I approach, you know, difficult conversations because that's really what it is. Like when you need to talk to your partner about something that's really important to you or like an issue that you're seeing in your relationship, it can be really overwhelming and it can be really easy to get caught up in the emotions. Um, but I also think it's unfair to put all the pressure on yourself. It's it's kind of got to be something you're both aware of and something you're both working towards. And I think just making yourself aware of what's happening and getting support. I, I mean, I love the Gottmans and I love their work. I don't think they're probably the only resource out there, but I think just taking a minute to reflect on, you know, how you could do things differently and what works and doesn't work in a relationship is probably a good thing. So I think I'm going to keep exploring topics around relationships because I think there's just so much that we can learn and I think having gone through a divorce and being married I have a lot of content around myself and how I reacted in you know my marriage and you know what led I'm sure to many conversations not going well but I also want to make sure that I'm prepared and just growing as a person so that's where I think this comes down to is I just want to be a better version of myself and I think that learning about relationships is just one way to do it and that's what I'm gonna do so I hope you are committed to being on this journey with me of just like growing and figuring out how we can set ourselves up for healthy relationships in whatever context. So I just want to remind you that you are worthy, you are enough, and you are loved. And I will see you back here next week and I will tell you all about Hamilton. Bye.